0: Hello guys, welcome to the Forever Grips podcast, episode number nine, here with you guys. So I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, it is sunshiny outside, on 1208 where I'm at. Okay, and our guests, we have two of them here today, we have Anthony from Phantom Esports and Ricky from Rush Gaming, so welcome guys. Cool. Hello. <laughs> okay, so let's get on to the introduction where... Anthony and Ricky are going to be giving us, they're going to be telling us a bit about themselves, and I'll be giving them an interview. So the overview of this podcast will include a Q&A, interesting gaming questions, new updates with Forever Grips, and also to, to continue on about our new affiliate program dashboard. Thank you guys for tuning in. Okay, so first off, we'll have Anthony from Phantom Esports tell us a little bit about himself. So first off, explain who you are, then explain who your team is.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So uh, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony. I am the co-owner and team manager of Phantom Esports. Uh, Basically, we are just a group of guys, a couple girls that love to game. We have a couple competitive teams um, for uh, Call of Duty. Uh, we also have a couple content creation teams and we're just out here trying to get our name out and you know, play the games we love, win a couple contests, make some sick content on YouTube.
0: Awesome. Okay, so what's your gaming background and tell us the timeline from when you first started all the way to the present day?
1: Oh man, my, my mine goes all the way back to the I wouldn't say the official start like back in the day, but I think my earliest memory playing games was, like, Madden on the Sega Genesis with my dad. Um, And then from there, you know, just traditional route, Sega Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, um, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. What games? Oh, man. Um, Like I said, I started, the first first thing I remember is uh, Madden on the Sega Genesis with my dad. And then... On PlayStation, I think the most thing I actually played was um, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series back in the day. Yeah. Um, And then moved on to uh, Game Boy, obviously some Pokemon thrown in there. And then when I got to the PlayStation 2, once again, it was like Tony Hawk's uh, Underground and uh, like just the classic, you know. I had um, uh, Banjo and Kazooie, Rayman on the Dreamcast, uh, Crazy Taxi drivers, a lot, a lot of different genre thrown in there.
0: Well, that's that sounds really cool. Um, could you tell us what your team's gaming background is and timeline as well?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of our guys, their personal uh, background is a lot of the same. You know, they were uh, the OG members. So I think a lot of our guys start off with the, uh, you know, had the the Sega or the SNES system and then moved on to either PlayStation or Xbox and just went from that route.
0: Okay. What do you guys play now? And what do you do? A
1: lot of our guys, uh, we have a couple teams. We have the apex legends team is on the PlayStation. And then we have our competitive, uh, call of duty team is on Xbox. Um, and then a lot of our content creators are just a mix in between, between whatever games they want to stream.
0: Okay. Well, how does it feel to be team leader? Um, what are your pros and cons with it?
1: Yeah, I see our pros are, uh, cause it's just, it's not just me. Uh, we had a couple guys in here, and we, we try to keep everybody involved in every decision we make and kind of hold everybody accountable with our own stuff. Um, as far as cons, uh, being one of the guys that does the social media thing, you know, you get blamed for everything. So, yeah. <laughs> other than other than that, it's great.
0: Awesome. If you had any good advice to tell teens trying to make it big out there today, what would that be?
1: Just content. Just keep making content. Keep putting yourself in different competitions. Just gotta keep keep doing it.
0: Oh yeah. Do you have any? Well, I'll go back to if you have any questions for me when when I'm done, when I'm done with Ricky's Ricky's interview. When Ricky joins back on the podcast, we'll pick it up from right here. Could you explain who you are and then explain who your team is?
2: Uh, my name is Ricky. I go by Rush Notorious as far as my clan side of it goes. Um, our clan is a competitive slash content creating. Fortnite and call of duty clan we stream some other stuff as well but as far as that those are our two biggest teams
0: awesome um what's your gaming background and can you tell us a timeline from when you first started all the way to present day
2: um i grew up around all of it all the segas the genesis and the sega saturn my dad my first console would be that was bought personally for me, would probably be a Nintendo 64. Um, Obviously, the Mario series were big on those. uh, Mario Go Kart, Super Mario, all that stuff. Um, As far as when I got into competitive gaming, I actually started a lot younger. Um, I was probably around the age of 9 or 10 when I first started playing SOCOM series on PlayStation 2 um i played socom one for a little bit but i i found out about socom two and it was a few years old at the time but uh i got onto that and got hooked heavy because it was pretty much like one of the big first online games that had huge huge servers for the time now it's not really much but uh i got onto game battles when i found out about it and i did uh like 2v2 brackets on there with a buddy of mine that i actually met from online gaming he was actually uh we were friends for a long, long time, and we still were he uh ended up passing away last year but that was like when I got into the competitive stuff um, I've been in playstation pretty much my entire life as far as online gaming goes
0: Okay, like what do you do now
2: um I play on my p s four i'm i'm basically i like i lead my entire team, but I also am direct leader of the call of duty side. I gave someone else rights to Running the Fortnite team because I'm not going to run something. I don't really. i I know about Fortnite and I've played it for a while, but I'm not. I'm not good at deciding who's good and stuff. So I have a guy that runs that. So I play. I can play. I play competitive COD in leagues and stuff that have seasons and stuff.
0: Nice. Okay, so um, could you tell us your team's gaming background? Same question, but for your team.
2: Okay. Um. Well, it it honestly just depends. I have guys that are my age or older. You know, mid to late twenties. And then we also have kids that are 10 that are on the Fortnite team that they're only 10, but (laughs) they'd smoke me in that game. But uh, a lot of them, the Call of Duty side, a lot of them, you know, the original Call of Duties that came out, the Modern Warfare, the Black Ops is when they started. Um, The Fortnite side, obviously those kids are young. So like Fortnite's their big thing. So we just, we have a vast variety of different backgrounds and stuff. But I mean, we have your mixture of the, your OG online gamers and, this, this new age Fortnite era battle royale type stuff
0: so like um when when did the team first start and what events or competitions what have you guys done since to now
2: um the team we we used to be a different team we were branded differently but last year we decided that we weren't taking it seriously enough and the brand that we had built wasn't really like we didn't feel like we could platform it and you know, put it out there. So we changed our names, and we all we all rushed or rocked the Rush name. Um, that started in uh, about fall time, I'd say, into summer. And as far as getting uh, sponsorships and stuff, that really took off in December of last year. Um, that's really about when we started. Uh, we play in a league called Call of Duty Amateur World Series. It's it's a uh, it's a league ran by like Con- Controller Diva is a sponsor of it and stuff, yeah, but it's ran by a guy a guy from a Devourer Clan, and it's a weekly. You play two matches a week, and at the end of the year, they uh, have a tournament based off your seed, and it breaks down from there.
0: Wow, interesting. So I skipped the question with Anthony, but I'll ask you guys both this at the end at the end of this little questionnaire. Okay, um, if you had any good advice to tell teams that are trying to make it big out there, what would it be?
2: Anthony, would you like to go first?
0: Oh, oh no. <laughs> There's another question that I did. Oh, okay, ask. so it's for me? Yeah, this is for you still. Okay,
2: okay. My advice for teams starting out trying to make it big. Um. Honestly don't feel that never feel like you're not good enough to be a clan and put your, your brand out there, get in or anything you can. Anytime you see any tournaments, anything, any exposure is good exposure, whether it's good or negative. Um, we were kind of reluctant on that at the beginning of our stuff. And ever since we put our, I mean, this, the, the call of D that we play in, there are some really good teams and each week doesn't necessarily go our way, but people see that we're grinding and trying to get better at the game and it results in followers and stuff. And, uh, posting content whether using hashtags and you post that content on instagram or twitter wherever you're at uh it's it's all a huge deal and anything to get your your someone sees your logo or your name pop up somewhere it's going to get clicks and potentially followers and likes and that's really the biggest thing it's just getting just pushing pushing your brand
0: awesome well how does it feel to be a team leader any pros and cons
2: um, I enjoy being a team leader honestly. I love meeting new people, um new businesses. Um I like I like the recruiting side of it. The other the cons to it though would be if you have to do disciplinary stuff or yeah. Like I've I've spent a lot of money on the you know, building our brand and stuff, you know, I pay for a website monthly and stuff. That that would be the con side of it, but I mean mm-hmm. at the end of the day it all pays off and it's just Sometimes there's stress, and other times it's just absolute joy.
0: Okay. um, At the end of this podcast, talk to me about that website because I think I can help you with cheaper because I I know you can probably get one yearly for a lot less cheaper than monthly. Okay. Okay, so this is a question for both of you guys. Um, Anthony, if you'd like to go first, and then Ricky. So when you first started gaming, if you could tell your – if your present self could tell your past self something, what would that be? Yeah, you had one thing to tell yourself, the most important thing. Most important
1: thing. Old me to now. Um, remember to save.
0: It's, it's, I mean, save what? It's, it's,
1: it's your games. It's all I really had. I mean, I grew up in the, the memory card database. So like, I mean oh yeah a, <laughs> you messed up or <laughs> the power went out or something happened you lost everything I mean nowadays it's You're not smart. really important but back then you know that was that was part of the raging important. Yeah.
0: yes I remember GTA Vice City trying to save it on the PS2 I'm like I was, so I was like, why do I keep starting at the same at the same thing and it just made no sense and I'm like maybe because I'm not saving my game
1: an of the hospital exactly
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ricky, for you, when you first started gaming, if your present self could tell your past self something, what would it be?
2: Um, well, now back then we didn't know that this could be something taken as seriously as it is now as far as being able to make money off of it, so I probably tell myself to take it more seriously.
0: Okay. I definitely agree. I would have told myself that too. <laughs> do you guys have any questions for myself
1: what's your favorite game
0: it's my favorite game everyone (sighs) out of everyone my favorite game it's it's hard like i i'm a fan of grand theft auto the series all that and i'm also a fan of black ops series for call of duty Right now, at this moment, my favorite game will still be Black Ops 4. I, I don't like the newer Modern Warfare. I just, I can't. I, I don't like it. I'm more of a sniper <laughs> and, and a competitive player, and I'm just like, I can't play on that game without raging. So I like Black Ops 4. I can actually play it and play it well. How about you guys? What's your favorite games?
1: Oh, man. Um. <sighs> Yeah, see, that is a hard question. I wasn't expecting to get but, You know, I, I still I think my go-to and uh, the reason that it, it became to where I'm at right now is going to be just uh, the original, either Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare. You know, Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 is absolutely my favorite
0: yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions or do you have a response? Yeah, hey,
2: Ricky, what's your favorite game? uh my favorite game i would still have to be i love battlefield 2 and socom 2 both on playstation 2 i felt like those games were way ahead of their time as far as online communications with the headsets oh yeah but uh oh yeah if I, if I could bring back socom 2 and get a remaster for ps4 or something like that that would be killer because that game was so fun you had online lobbies where you yeah. could talk like you had your each their servers broke down you could click on whatever server and like the communication side of it was just so advanced. You had clan systems on there, where you could create clan tags and everything. Like it was for a 2003 game. That game was sweet, and I, if I could bring it back, I would. <laughs> I'd
1: say, I'd say on top of that uh, it would be the cool.
2: confrontation. SoCOM confrontation was like uh, close to the
1: peak of SoCOM series to me. Yeah. yeah, excellent for PS3.
0: I wish I played that game, cause I can't relate. Really.
2: It was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You guys have any more questions or are you ready to move on
2: Uh, i have one more all right um
1: what game has made you rage the most
0: <laughs> oh um it's a it's a love hate relationship has to be either with i it's it's obviously in in one of the black ops like i love black ops but like it's love hate obviously like um it's either has to be BO2, no, Infinite Warfare. That's, no, yeah, it's not a Black Ops series. It's <laughs> Infinite Warfare, I could you not? That was the first game that I got with my PS4. Second, cause it came with a bundle, and I was all excited to play it. I'm like, what, what game is this? And then I got on there, I'm like, oh, hell no. What is this? And then I just got my ass kicked, and I couldn't. I was so ready for the next game.
1: Yeah, I uh, mean, none of the Call of Duty's have ever made me like rage. I think the one that made me rage the most was uh, was of the recent ones is probably Fortnite. I just I can't get down the building thing.
0: Oh yeah, I feel that. Anyone else with a game that makes them rage? <laughs>
2: Definitely, definitely. All the Call Duties. (laughs) They all, they they have their moments. They have their moments, moments, yeah.
0: Indeed. (laughs) They really do. I was getting my ass handed to me all day today. It just kept loading me, because I play league, and it just kept loading me into S&D matches. And just, I was just getting laid down. And it was so, it was so frustrating. So I kept switching up my classes. And I'm like, nothing's working. (laughs) And, yeah. I don't know today was just not a good day for gaming for me but it's okay okay guys so let's move on to some questions some gaming questions so how do you guys feel about pay to win games or do you not believe or do you believe they don't exist is what i'm saying
1: um i i think i know they exist and i just i i feel personally and I feel like a lot of guys on my team feel the same way, that the, the pay-to-win go-to option is just... It, it takes a lot of the fun out of it, a lot of the skill, too. And, like, you go back to, like, a lot of the OG yeah. multiplayer games, and, like, I just said one of my favorites was Modern Warfare 2. And back in that day, the grind to get to that next level of either the Golden AK or the Akimbo Model 1887s, like, or, or this, the the Double Prestige, you know what I mean? It's just, like, the, the, the actual... <laughs> trial to get there was a lot more fun than the, the multiplayer ever was and it was just I feel like the pay-to-win is just a cop-out nowadays
0: yeah. yeah like I remember on like BO2 and the only thing you usually had to pay for were um, map packs and, and camos that you can get with your gun. and get a yeah. camo pack and yeah. there wasn't really like all these crates and extra stuff you know that really I mean, they can help the game out. Like, yeah, you can have more personality put into your character, but yeah. some, like, with certain gun weapons and um, certain weapons and certain advantages that you'd have over another may not be as yeah. fair. I just
1: feel like if you're going to have that extra stuff that somebody can buy to get, that you should also have it as an unlockable that people can just yeah. play more of to get.
0: Yeah. So which do you guys um believe help gamers more? Gaming accessories or modded controllers slash custom controllers?
2: I feel like they both have their place, honestly. Yeah,
0: I mean they eat. but if you had to pick one
2: if I had to pick one, oh <laughs> Uh, from a price standpoint, I would say grips all day because you can, I mean, the grips that you can add on to your, your regular controller can the ability to add mm-hmm. range to your analogs or the different grip type, height levels of the analogs and stuff like that, just based off of a grip for, you know, a few dollars in comparison to buying a scuff that has it for, you know, you got like a $150 base start out and that's just with minimal options on it from a price standpoint, yeah. got grip, grip company all day. I don't have to agree with Ricky on this
1: one. I also feel like he's right when he says it goes hand in hand because either way, the, the other person on the other side is going to say something about it, too, yeah. no matter which one you have. Yeah. So it's just a personal preference. I, I'd say accessories
0: as well. Interesting. Okay. So when performing in competitions, what type of qualities do you look for? Slash standout in your best players.
1: Oh, man. Okay, so me and uh, my partner that uh, run Phantom, were actually both uh, Army veterans. Um, a lot of the guys, we have a Navy oh. veteran and one active duty member on our team as well. And uh, I, we just, just the mindset of the professionalism and the competitiveness and the honesty is what we look for. And they have to have really good call outs too, so.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah well I, to kind of piggyback on the call outs thing that's that's a huge thing is being able to play with somebody that lets you know where they died from or where they see somebody in comparison to someone that is just raging every time they die um and then that that just and that also goes in hand with someone that's able to handle the handle the pressure of playing competitive because there the is gonna be very closely matched at least if not you know they're gonna be better than you so being able to communicate and handle pressure is just huge huge things It's a lot more than just what we can discuss too because like
1: when you're when you know what you're looking for you know what you're looking for Like you gotta you gotta you can see somebody that's reading the map layout you can see what they're running if they got uh, their secondary as the mp5 and they're running on a on a cqp course like you know it's just the little things that you notice with each player and how they play
0: yes i agree when i used to run a team i think the um The type of people I would have wished I looked for more were um, people who took criticism, like when people are trying to correct you, your your coach or your team leader, and they're trying to correct you on ways to better improve yourself, maybe, or just um, advice or maybe little adjustments for you to make. I feel like I would appreciate someone who is down for any criticism. Like they don't have to take it, but they, they would listen to it and take a little grain of salt and be like, okay, I can maybe perform a little bit better if I take this route instead of the other route or, and also to a team player, somebody who plays with the team and they don't go off on their own. Maybe yeah. Playing that part of the team, like being part of the team can be going on your own sometimes to distract, but I mean, like they they listen to instructions given to them, so they, the whole team as a unit can win. Um, yeah, I, I really like those sort of things, and also too, I look for people who can communicate as well, like they can communicate with the whole entire team what's happening so we can fix whatever's happening in the moment. Okay, so do you guys think that we will result to an all download digital gaming console experience in the future or stick to the disc and download experience?
2: Uh, <laughs> um, I, th- I think we're gonna stick with both. I think the, uh, the online virtual stuff is getting bigger, but at the same time, um, I feel like you know, Walmart, GameStop, they have such a big pool on the market itself. And sometimes- Even
0: in 2050? I'm sorry, what was that? Even in 2050?
2: Well, I mean, there's always gonna be that need to have the, I don't know, I feel like it's the thing because not everyone can buy stuff online. Granted in time you're gonna be able to, but the kids and stuff that um, need to buy something or whatever, In twenty fifty, yes, it's very more likely that we're gonna be completely digital, but as far as I don't know, even for the next ten or twenty years, I feel like Walmart and stuff like that, they're still gonna have all that stuff just because they're so part of the industry resale stuff. I
1: gotta gotta, agree with that as well. I mean, I feel I was just talking with a buddy of mine about it too. It was like, you know, you you have those people who are gonna have a Kindle and you have those people that wanna go to Barnes and Noble for for a hard copy, you have those people that are going to order DoorDash, and you have those people that want to go to the restaurant. I feel like the the act of actually going to the store, yeah. checking out the game, or bringing your son in or daughter in and having them look around with like you know their eyes wide open, like oh my god, look at all the video games. That's not going to go away. Um, <laughs> I feel like we already, but we also already kind of are a hundred percent downloaded because even if you buy a disc, you still got to come home and install that. So it's just it's you're you're paying for the yeah the luxury of not having to leave your home but not everyone's gonna have that like you said like whenever I was a kid my parents they would not put their credit card on a playstation or an xbox so they were like nah that's a scam no no way (laughs) nowadays I mean I've bought a couple games this past couple months just on my own credit card so like you know it's just it's just a it depends on what you want and like I still prefer going to the store sometimes
0: yeah I agree I I feel like uh I I agree with both of you guys that like we'll have both but probably in in like a future time, whenever whatever that looks like you know with the world going on the way it is, um it could either stay the way it is like completely fine or can probably get worse or it can get better, I, I don't know honestly but I feel like what we have now where you have an option and because like sometimes my disc reader is kind of messed up now i don't know why like it doesn't read when i put it in so like damn it i had to download this game i've all the games i like but it, it reads it sometimes so that's sorry that's weird but i i think that it's a good option that they have that just in case if your console has issues right. yeah you know, i recently uh replaced it.
1: my playstation 4 and um it was. I, I've had that PlayStation. The my. It was the one of the like the big blocky original PlayStation fours. I just switched over to the Pro, and I remember oh, wow. when I bought it, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna lose so much." But I didn't realize the majority of the stuff I had was downloaded. So you they, they have that as well. Like it, it was to yeah. the point where I couldn't even recover the hard drive on the old one. But once I hooked up the new PlayStation, all my stuff was still saved. Dang.
0: Yeah. It happens. I, I have a slim, so I, I wish I can have more gigabytes. Like I keep buying USBs and like, like it's, it's not downloading on USB. It, my USB is like two two um, TV and it won't download. Like it's, it's big enough, but it's just not the right format. And I'm like, I, I hooked it up to my computer. I changed the format and still won't download games onto it. So I'm like, as a scam PS4 a scam Sony, you're not you're not letting us not letting us do that. Because I, I don't have a lot of space. I have like 500 gigabytes, and that's nothing. That's like, like a few reality. games. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, can't, I can't have all the games I want on here, and, and I just keep trying to. And I'm like, I'm not going to keep spending money because I've bought a couple USB drives because a new problem popped up each time I plugged it in. They're like, oh, it's not big enough. Oh, this is not the right. The right format oh this so that it's like come on man okay so what do you guys feel about gaming conventions like have you ever been to any would you ever consider going just for fun or to perform uh,
1: i mean we, we've never been to one um we talked about it coming up if everything i mean if anything opens up you know uh depending on what the future in the year has but uh just monetarily we've never had the opportunity we would love to go we think it'd be fun just to go and also to play. So,
0: you got you have any uh, place in mind?
1: Not down to a location. I mean, uh, we're based out of San Diego, so yeah, there we go. I'll go to
0: TwitchCon in San Diego, if
2: yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gaming conventions are sweet. I've never been to one myself either. Definitely, uh, we just had. I'm in Ohio, so we just had uh, MLG Columbus a few years back. And uh, oh, would definitely yeah. love to go to something like that, whether I'm competing or not. Would love to compete, but uh, uh, we've discussed it as a team as well. We have people all over, but a lot of us are in Ohio, so it, would, it wouldn't be much of a big deal to meet up at something like that or to even travel. But, um, yeah, they're definitely cool and would definitely love to go to one. It would be a way to you have you know your clothing line or your gear or whatever and it would be a good way to walk around with that on and kind of get some publicity a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I I hate saying that I've I've never gone to one either, and uh, it's just something I I want to do eventually. Try to get Forever Grips up in there somewhere, you know. That'd be fun, even if I'm just uh, visiting one for the first time, just see how it goes, and just um like littler ones. It doesn't have to be yeah. that a huge one, but um yeah, I'd like to do that. I think that'd be fun and good publicity as well take some grips and controller skins down there, set up the booth. The gaming you know, community, the be, gaming community is a lot down. different
1: than a lot of other communities out there too. I feel like that's a big part of what would make it a blast.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Do you guys have any, any other questions you'd like to bring up and talk about?
1: I got a question for Ricky here.
2: What's up? you feel about a little little Phantom vs. Rush exhibition one day. Absolutely, we're down to it. we scram all the time. Would definitely love to it. Uh, any look is a good look. So I'll message you after this. Absolutely.
0: What What do you guys feel about like if, if we hosted a tournament, if Forever Groups hosted a tournament, like what game would it be for, and what what would you guys think would run well?
2: Fortnite and Call of Duty are probably the two biggest games right now. That uh, Valorant, Valorant uh, is getting pretty big though as well. So yeah, I would say uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Call of Duty but I, I'd go yeah. Apex on
1: the other
0: side. Apex. So how how would you guys do that? How would you set up the tournament? I've done it once, don't get me wrong this is two years ago and I swear could you not, I felt like it was the biggest mess ever. It was just hard because some teams weren't reporting their scores after the games it was on a call of duty it was like i'm like okay um or is it either Fortnite like a duo duo versus duo it was either one or two or they joined up on each other and they were trying to see who got the most kills which was um that was interesting how it was i don't remember how i got that idea I, i don't even know if it was my idea but how, how would you guys do that for, let's say Call of Duty, because we can come yeah, to a I, common I tournament. I have any
1: experience of of with uh, creating tournaments on Call of Duty, actually anywhere. Um, but because the majority of our guys are playing on game battles and uh, just going through leagues right now.
0: Would you, like, set up, like, a custom game and, like, have them live stream it from so, one of uh, their players? I would
1: do it, like, a... Uh... I would say like how we did on, on game battles a couple of times, um, where we would join in and just uh, spectate on a private match, and just uh, keep have somebody keep score on each team, watching that team like spectate that team individually and see what's going on.
0: Would I spectate, or would I have people spectate? You can do both. That's what you think? Because I i don't i don't have an xbox unfortunately i i do have few xbox controllers so because i need them to test up on but i don't have an xbox i'm just loyal to the playstation um so i would the, have a hard time getting the newest call of, of duty there. is
2: actually cross-platform so it wouldn't matter what console you're on as long as you oh. had that setting turned on but uh like he was i'm sorry what Was that
0: no, yeah, I said yeah. you're right. You're right. I totally forgot But like, what
2: he that. was saying with the game battles and stuff, as far as, like, the the Amateur World Series that we play in right now, it, it is ran very similarly to um, the game battle stuff. Uh, we run off of uh, a rule set that's... We play CDL, you know, CWL, same stuff, whatever that mandated rule set is. And uh, you can also mix mm-hmm. in the, the gentleman's agreement rules, where that's just another broadly known thing that, is banned because the pros follow that as well and uh they actually have individual people that podcast the matches because it's a setting in private matches is to be a codcaster and they actually that's another thing for that you would be able to do is um you hire your streamers or whatever whatever you do um and they can go in and podcast and also stream from their platforms or twitch or youtube or whatever and it gives the people that If you do a pay to enter or whatever, it gives them incentive to want to pay it because they're getting exposure. And also your streamers are getting followers and stuff like that. So like it it goes, everyone is a winner in it or whatever.
0: Okay. So if we were to do this, would you, would you think that. It would be more effective to make it free or be more effective to make it pay to win. Not pay to win, sorry. Pay to enter. Is my bad. <laughs> pay to win. Come on.
1: Easiest tournament ever. Y'all, What's here's the, the t- 20. T- Let me
2: win this. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Dumb. Whoever gets the most money gets to win. Oh, uh, perfect we were talking about sponsorship. I was going to win right earlier,
0: so that just was tough. T- oh my oh, god. T- it's I'd say- horrible. I'd, I'd say that the,
1: it, 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 it's not really the, it makes it easier. It's more of the initiative of the win.
0: Commit. Uh, initiative, initiative to win and <laughs> yeah, also to, if they will yeah. show up. Cause sometimes I know. Oh, so I was saying, yeah,
1: they, they, they don't show up. It's, it's more like a deposit at that point, but you know, the more people you get in there to put $5, $10, whatever. I mean, the pot's going to grow and it's going to make people want to win that a lot more.
0: Oh, yeah, I wouldn't make it more than five dollars if if anything i I don't want it to be like major, you know I just want to guarantee that like people would be there to play, and then of course, I'd have like i would think like champion prize, maybe like yeah. like a a bundle, or I can do like five pairs of grips for like the team that was playing at at the um competition um, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible! One, though, we oh would my definitely goodness. have a
2: team in it or two. Yeah, I think we would. Win. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. You
0: guys would. Okay, I'll consider it because I was actually talking to another another Instagrammer about starting a stream. Not stream, sorry. About starting a tournament soon. And um, he said he'd be down to help me out with some stuff, and I'm like, okay. I, I wrote his contact information down because I'm like, I definitely want to do one this summer. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. I definitely consider doing that. So stay tuned to that. I'll actually reach out to you guys. Um, how do you guys feel about? I I've had somebody ask me this. I'm just going off as of, off of um off of the little layout because I I have things just popping in my head, and it's almost about the end okay so what if somebody had mentioned to me I'm not so sure who it is so uh, about having a forever Grips twitch like so we can put everybody who's affiliated on the twitch so when they stream it like pops up
1: journey?
0: I guess on the hosted channels
1: I think like that's a good idea we yeah. I mean, we, uh, we actually just made a phantom twitch for all because we have uh, we have content creators in the UK and then we also have the majority of our uh competitive call of duty players uh stream on twitch and we're doing the same thing and it's just a great thing to see you can just go and anyone that's affiliated with phantom or for you guys it'd be forever grips you can see who's streaming and just jump on over to their stream
0: okay so how, how
1: oh, would you go go along, you
0: Adam do the shadow stream uh i mean So would they have to ask be on it or like is there a certain code I give them? Like what happens? Because I'm I'm not so sure. I've never done it before. Hello.
1: Yeah, I um I haven't done it yet. I just know that we were talking about it. Um my partner Tristan, he's the one that explained it to me. Um but basically you could uh Whenever you go live, it should give you the option to add people to your. It's like a uh, squad streaming. Okay. And you can you can just bring them into your page.
0: Awesome. You got. Do you think that'd be a good idea? Like to give more exposure to others and whoever wants to see you, like, oh, they're streaming with programs
2: Absolutely.
1: Twitch is one of the, I think one of the biggest uh, gaming broadcasting things out there right now, if not the biggest, but. Uh, I, I feel like that'd be a huge, especially the following you guys have, to give the the streamers out there a little bit of a of an edge to hey check out this guy they, they're doing this and I'll check out this person on on Fortnite or Call of Duty and it's just gives you a difference in what you want to watch.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, shoot, I wanna ask another question? What do you guys do in your free time?
1: really have any free time I'm, I'm kind of fully invested in phantom right now but my hobbies include i'm the i'm the graphic designer for the company so i do a lot of the graphics and the merch stuff and then um personally i like to build guns and go shooting
0: oh,
2: yeah uh in my free time other other than running rush i feel like it's an all-day job i'll be laying in bed at night and get an email or something and get distracted by that or whatever but uh, I'm into cars (laughs) Um, I love my Audis and I go to car shows and stuff on the weekends every once in a while and um, it's an expensive hobby as well that's kind of taken a back seat since I've been invested in this so much but uh, yeah game 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 I can understand
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay if you guys had to one last one before I move on do you guys have any recommendations on headsets? Like, I just recently bought a new one because, I, I don't know, I was kind of tired of the one I had. I bought a Hyper HyperX Cloud Stinger, I think. Cloud Stinger something. Not so sure. What do you guys prefer? What do you think is good? Uh,
1: three ones that come in the... Pl- I'm just kidding. No, Uh, I usually uh, used to get the Turtle Beach. Turtle Beach was always my go-to
0: what's your current one
1: my current one um is a pair of turtle beaches but the microphone my dog Oof. got a hold of it and uh <laughs> chewed up the microphone yeah yeah so I'm, i would i ordered the uh, luckily it's the one that you can uh replug in
0: like reattach so just, i've seen that
2: yeah so i'm just gonna order a new part for it um okay. as far as what i use i did use a, a triton headset for a long long time lasted forever uh, but here recently when I started streaming, I needed a headset that had a the ability to, you're, you had the blocks plugged in with the USB and you plug your optical into the back. So I needed to switch it up and uh, I went out and I didn't really do a whole lot of research on it. I was kind of on a budget after spending so much money on a gaming PC and stuff. So uh, I've actually been pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by the, the rig headsets made by Plantronics. I have a rig 700 and Everyone complimented the way my voice sounded coming through it. Um, I'm able to i'll use the the polite terms i can I can hear very well from the directions players are coming. <laughs> but uh oh, that's good. hundred dollars for the headset, and I'm blown away by it.
0: Wow That sounds cool. Um, what do you guys usually like to play on age? Eh? play on ps4 i used to play on ps3 ps2 it just, it just keeps going down
1: yeah I, I started off on a. I think that's where the, the branch comes in is everybody started kind of the same beginning and then either you got a playstation or an xbox you either got yeah. one of those and you just kind of moved on forward I, I i went with playstation uh it was my first gift my first gaming console with a playstation one and then just i just had to keep going from there i never i mean i played xbox um I like Xbox. I just yeah, always I've just i been uh,
2: Sony the whole time Indeed. as well. All the PlayStations. I've bought two Xboxes just to play with my other friends that play on that. And both are broken. So <laughs> it's not been good luck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I forgot to mention um, what I did on my free time. Well, you know, when there is free time, sometimes I I like, you know, Netflix. You know, I like <laughs> yep. to chill out when I have free time and um i am when when I'm not working a lot uh, i i am a musician, so i do play do play a few horns and I know how to play a little bit of guitar and a little bit of drums and so it's it's fun I get to do that and yeah i am i'm a pretty busy person pretty busy person, but that's okay. Let's go with the new updates with Forever Grips. So, the big spring giveaway did just end. It ended Yesterday Yesterday was the last day to enter, so officially ended today. The winners will be emailed by tonight, so I got to go pick them. So, you could have won for first place. You could have won a bundle of your choice. For second place, a mystery box of your choice for your console. And for third place, I believe five pairs of grips. Yes. Okay. So new updates guys we have 10 new pairs of grips now in our store 10 new pairs it's crazy 10 that day was a really crazy day really crazy day at the count so many pairs of grips you don't understand but um we have 10 new pairs so you know they're all 199 they're all mixed colors like red white and black and turquoise and black and there's one that's yellow and blue and they'll have interesting names it's the, and the naming part is the is the most um the most the most it's the part that gets you to think a lot when you're trying to name something yes so um it was fun and i hope you guys go check them out because they're all 199 it's i know it's a little bit high but if you look around everybody else they they price them for a bit more higher um with our competitors so we definitely have them um, the cheapest one of the cheapest around and um yeah i'd get them before they go and most definitely they they all look pretty nice so yes you can make your own custom merch with Forever Grips, including flags. They're three by 5 feet. I will say this, like I said in the past two podcasts, my flag that's sitting over here in my room, my Forever Grips flag, um, actually has one of the old uh, company Christmas cards on it. It's almost as tall as me. I'm not that tall. um, like 5'3", and that thing is it's, it's pretty big. You can get any logo you want on it. If you want your team logo on it, you want to Hanging it up in your room. Go ahead. They're only $19.99. Or if you want one that has a Forever Grips logo on it, we can definitely do that as well. Any custom, if you need anything on it, we can got you for only $19.99. Mouse pads. Mouse pads. Do you okay. play PC and want a custom mouse pad? Or do you want a Forever Grips mouse pad? One that has one of our very various designs. I believe there's seven. And if you want your own custom one with your team logo or your logo on it, and you want your room to just light up even though they're not LED you want it just to light up with a bundle of joy go ahead and get yourself one they're beautiful and if you make it beautiful we can ship it out to you awesome 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 it does cost sorry forgot to mention that <laughs> okay we have shirts and hoodies as well you can get them customized within our shop i believe shirts 20 for the front print and for front and back they're 25 along with the hoodies for 30 and 35 for front and back soon i'm going to try to see if i can add in a front back and shoulder shoulder print it's just harder to um price them not harder to price them but For teams looking to get their custom merch and the the line of communication can get kind of drawn when I don't know like where you want your logos and whatnot, especially when there's more options. But hopefully we'll get those in. I'll have like a little form for you to fill out so you can um, get it all customized and whatnot because I'd love to do that. We already have custom team merch within our store. So that's lovely as it is. And I'd love to have more people get their merch in our store so you and your community can buy it. And also too, um, let's get on with the... Robert's affiliate program okay so we recently just got a new dashboard so a lot of people were freaking out they're like what I I, I have a new affiliate we're have a new what where we've been we've been partnered for so long and I'm like I know we we will always stay partnered together we will be bind as one I promise it's just that We're moving on to a dashboard, so you're able to see when your code was used, and it may be a little bit more complicated for people who have had codes since May 27th, because they're two different systems, so I have to manually add it, and then it won't pop up if the code is used, which is weird, so um, it's the code usage sheet is like the go-to for all the ODs. And then for all new people, the dashboard will be there. And also too, if you don't have any uses, then I am pretty sure I can set it up on the dashboard so you can see it there. So basically what the dashboard does is that you have a referral code now. So if you wanted to recommend people to our website, if you give them a referral code, it has our website in it and also has like a few numbers or digits or even your code at the end of it. So when they get it, it goes onto our website and your code, yes you, your code is automatically entered into their cart, even if they haven't checked out anything. So that's a win-win for you, and it's wonderful. Also, too, we just opened up a new area where if you type in, say, "Ooh, I really like, I really like the Inferno Grips." You know, I'm gonna go promote this product hard. You can get the product link for the refer- for the, um for the Inferno Grips. Type it into the product referral link. That's what it's called. You put it into there, and then it pops out a link that has your referral on it. So when you give somebody that, pops them out to so infernal grips, but automatically your code goes into the cart as well. So it's beautiful. It's quite beautiful. You can see how many people clicked on your referral link on the dashboard. You can see how many code uses, how many orders you've made. It's beautiful, and I like it a lot, and I'm excited, actually, for this. So hopefully it helps you guys better because I I manually, I manually and my other partner, had to enter everything in for everybody. And I think it just save a lot more time for not only me, but for you guys. So when you want your code changed automatically, you can change it on the spot in the dashboard. So that, that's great. So once again, you guys are still affiliated if you're trying to get into the dashboard. It's just, um, we're adding you to, to a program that actually takes care of, of a lot of the things that we do. It takes care of it for you guys on the spot. It's just moving you to there. It's like you're still a family, but you're moving into a new house unless you get divorced. (laughs) We're not getting divorced, guys, I promise. Okay, so if you're not affiliated, not an affiliate with us, you should be. Want to know one reason why? We love you, no matter who you are. If you're a gamer, if you're a toxic ass gamer, I still love you because we need those sort of people in our gaming. Well, like who's going to be toxic i'm kidding but um we love you guys and if you'd like to earn prizes rewards gift card custom merch by having your code used by promoting and then getting your code used, please come check us out i know some companies get commission commission is a little bit risky i don't know i've just seen too many scam videos on it online so i like to steer clear from that and go to prizes so if you guys are interested please hit us up it'd be wonderful to have more amazing gamers in our community. So we can do more things like podcasts with them as well, like we're doing with these two right here. So I'd love that very much. And please check us out. If you have any questions, please email us at info at g- um, not gmail.com, shoot, info at forevergroupsgaming.com or help at forevergroupsgaming.com or affiliate at forevergroupsgaming.com. And we can help you most definitely. Okay, so let's wrap this up with their closing so anthony and ricky you guys can shout out whatever you'd like to and go ahead uh sure
2: um anybody that's listening and interested in rush gaming instagram is we are rush gaming that's everything to twitch all of it uh shout out to rush skylight my co-leader rush replays my co-leader and everybody else in the clan and anthony you can have everything else buddy Yeah, just uh, give us a like and a follow. Everything we need right here is at uh, Phantom
1: Esports Official, Uh, facebook.com forward slash Phantom Esports Official and Phantom Esports Official at YouTube and Twitch. Um, Yeah, look forward to messaging Ricky. Maybe y'all can watch us uh, have a little scrim.
0: Awesome. And shout out to these two wonderful, wonderful people for sitting here on this podcast with with me it's been a great time just get to talk about some gaming stuff and where we've came from and um, come from and it's just it's it's good to get to talk with you guys so I'm happy thank to you have you guys here for of course okay and this has been the Forever Grips podcast thank you guys for tuning in we hope you are all safe and your families are doing well especially with the COVID-19 going on we hope that very soon wraps up its course, and whatnot. We hope you remember that Forever Grips helps all gamers fit their needs since 2016, and thank you for listening. Peace.